0: I heard about this thing in Wyoming, Josh Allen. So, two years ago, I trained Sam Darnold and Josh Allen and Kyle Allen. That was my draft class. All
1: right, now, you had Josh Allen going number one in your mock draft.
0: Josh Allen, he
2: probably has the biggest upside. Now, he is a, a modern-day cowboy.
1: Josh Allen can do magical things. So
2: we know you and Josh came into the NFL the same year. How did this friendship begin?
1: Started draft training together and then we both went our separate ways and we just kept coming back to California the off season's hanging out and now we're here.
0: Uh, Uh, Time out. out. (laughs) (laughs) There it is.
1: You brought me to Buffalo, thank you, appreciate you. And Jordan wishes he was here, so that's
0: fine. Jordan, you were in Buffalo. I had for, a good forty-eight hours in Buffalo. I would have loved to add say. on a couple more days, but
1: appreciate you coming on. This is happening right after cut day, so I think it's only right that we at least acknowledge it. Cut day's tough around the league. I know it's not tough for you, Josh, but it is tough to see some of your guys go. But um, weird day around the league. We all have our own cut stories, but um, just feel for those guys today all around the league.
2: Sad day in sports. One of, the, one of the saddest days in sports. I mean. Talk about it. There's thousands of guys that no longer are on a team and don't really know what next direction. Some guys are going to comp- contemplate retirement. Some guys are going to contemplate whether they want to keep playing XFL somewhere else. Like it, it it's such a sad day, um, you because know, you you spend so so much time with some of these guys, and you know if you don't get there to the uh, locker room early enough to, to say goodbye you may never see some of these guys again and it's just
1: kind of sad. Yeah. It was me this morning. I showed up at where well, our team meetings at 10 today. I showed up at like nine 20 and it was a ghost town and I didn't realize how we do it here. So I didn't know like cuts at 4 PM. I didn't know like it's, it's weird, but um, yeah, weird day. And I was talking to someone else about it today. I don't know if it's like this in any other sport. Like in NBA, mm-hmm. do you have 18 guys on the roster for however long in training camp, and then when it comes to day one of the season, you cut? Call- I don't think that's how it is around any other sport.
2: I don't think there's a cut day at all for basketball.
1: Yeah, I never thought it was. Sure, so not. You might have a a two
2: way contract, right? Where yeah. G League and that, but like those are kind of far and few in between. I think.
0: There was times when it was really cool, you know, and like, hey, I, I get it. You know what I mean? The coach is like, dude, here's the situation. You know what I mean? Like, I got cut in Chicago. I tore my peck in OTAs. And the reason was like, look, we got to go with Jimmy Clausen. I can't wonder if my backup quarterback's going to get hurt throwing in practice. Like, I kind of – and I get it. I'm like, dude, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And then I've had uh, the car service outside. We leave your playbook right here. We really appreciate everything on the way up. Yeah. Like, I've had that too. And it's like, what? And you kind of get embedded, right? I mean, like these a lot of these guys got cut, been having dinner like twice a week, become going over to Josh's house. Hey, like you really actually feel a part of it in the off season. And I'd argue you spend more time away from the facility in the off season than you do during the season with your yeah. teammates because you're actually golfing, you're actually hanging out, you're actually going to kids' birthdays or whatever. So I think it's it's way harder than getting cut in the middle of the season when there's a million things going on. Um, and then also you could be moving to Detroit in 45 minutes. Um, yeah. And <laughs> so just the many directions it could go. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, tough day and and one uh, that I hope both you guys never experienced.
1: Well, let's get into it. All right. So let's talk about the important things in life, mm. a- AKA golf, the number uh-huh. one important thing. You probably had one of the most insane golf off seasons and you'll probably top it next year but this one was pretty insane can you name every golf course that you played this off season or just you can go top top to bottom top to bottom name best first you can start with cragburn if you think it's the best
2: um we'll start with the two that i belong to cragburn and il miguel and orange county um cyprus Mm. augusta national Mm. twice right twice Mm. i mean yeah twice technically three times counting?
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so three you played two balls one time so we did yeah <laughs> math
2: club I did that one twice. Nice. we played a lot of golf there um Augusta country club not to be confused with Augusta national two different ones nice. yeah um Del Dorado I played in the Pebble Beach deal so did Pebble I played Pebble with Kyle uh the day before um uh, did uh Monterey Peninsula mm. Ocean Court Spyglass, um, Edgewood, Tahoe,
0: mm. a
2: great... we played Pelican, we played Monarch.
0: Did you end up, I know we were talking about it, did you end up playing McKenna on Maui?
2: I did play McKenna Maui. I played okay, McKenna on Kapalua, um, let's see.
0: This was better than I thought, and I thought it was going to be good.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're forgetting listen.
0: one. The third time you come on the show, we'll oh, just start with, oh, where oh. haven't you played yet? <laughs>
1: But <laughs> restart ones
2: I belong to. Craig, Brent, Illegale, Oak Hill.
0: Yeah, you're a member at Oak Hill. Yeah. You
2: missed
1: it. it. Forgot. Well, talk about that. Well, let's talk about you. You want to play the top 100 courses, right? Oh, how you? How do you think you're going to go about that?
2: Yeah, the top top 100 in the world. Obviously, going off of Golf Digest's top 100. Um, it's going to take a long time. Like it's going to take. It's going to be multiple years, maybe a 10 to 15 year conquest, depending on how. Aggressive. I do want to get. It's it's something right yeah, now. You have to plan it out accordingly. Like if you go to Australia, like you gotta figure out a way on the four or five there, and there's I think there's two in New Zealand. There might be three in New Zealand. So like within that trip alone, you can knock off eight of them. You can go to to kind of the Hamptons area and knock off three or four of them in certain trips. Um, you just kind of have to be strategic about it. And I want to start traveling more. I want to start playing some of these golf courses. And obviously, it's easier said than done. Most high-end golf courses, you need to, to at least play with a member, um, which is the hard part. There's a lot in the United States that we can knock off. There's a lot on the East Coast. I've played most of them. On, I think I've got 10 to maybe 11 already plugged off. Um, so we got we to gotta keep
1: going. How long do you think before uh, Buffalo National gets in the top one hundred? Um,
2: I don't know. Our, our uh, superintendent Keith Mitchell's got to be—he's got to be on top of
1: this game. we have
0: got to to be slacking. I, I've heard bits and pieces. Can you can you give me the the fly overview layout of what Buffalo Na- Buffalo National is?
2: Yeah, I mean it's a pretty exclusive club here in Buffalo. It's mm. um, pretty tight. To join, you gotta bring a, a bottle of whiskey. Um, okay nice bottle like we're gonna vet the bottle we're gonna make sure it's not a counterfeit bottle as well
0: this is not a maker's mark situation then (laughs) no that just put you down on the list heavy
2: i am bourbon i'm not a scotch guy you know yeah down the road but my palate's still pretty young
1: on the
0: whiskey
2: trail so keep it to uh keep it to bourbon maybe an irish whiskey i'm fine with that those um, yeah. to Curve got me a Japanese whiskey one time. wasn't bad. Was it? Mm, yeah. so, Japanese
1: whiskey is nice. On
2: top of that, you'll be given, obviously, hat, shirt, some branded equipment that we're still working on the logo for. Um, and then, to you know, uh, within this Buffalo National, you hit, you hit a hole-in-one. If you call the right flag, we're going to dedicate some of these rocks around the pond to that individual. So, you make a hole-in-one to the, the flag you call. You get to pick your... And we're gonna get that uh, engraved, and it's gonna say, "I'm the only one that's got a rock
0: so far." The Josh Allen rock, you know. Can I? Can so, I? Um, is that is that the term? You rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kyle, you never believe it. I just rocked on six. That's the term. Mm,
1: no, it's just you had a simple one. I don't, I don't like that. That's forcing it. That's forcing it. I kind of like it. Can I have? I have rock a suggestion up. for the rock situation. Yeah. I think that. You get to pick your rock and then you get your face sculpted Mount Rushmore
0: style into the rock. (laughs) That just depends on how often these are going to go in. What you got three holes. This is your house. How many tee boxes?
2: I got three tee boxes. I got one, one green, three tee boxes.
0: One green, three tee boxes. What are the distances?
2: 85. It depends on what flag you go to. 85 is kind of the low end on the first tee box, but 130 on the mid, about one fifty-five from
0: the back. You didn't throw a tee box like two hundred and sixty out, just because. Enough land, not enough land. <laughs> land it on the
2: green and stop it. We'll put like a little, little tee box for you, so you can hold the green, Jordan. We'll put one like
0: twenty twenty
2: yards away on the right side of the pond, so you don't have to hit over any water.
0: Perfect. That's a new rule too. You,
2: you get three shots. If you hit three yeah. in the water, you're in the water, and you're not. Gonna well, you, I would
0: assume. It. You got land one on the green. This is like a unique club, too, where, because like, I've never heard of this before, but I assume this would be the case, where you're actually only allowed to play one specific type of golf ball at Buffalo National. Like, if somebody rolls up with a Pro V1, no. and, on- they, and they rock
2: Encore
0: Vero
2: X1s only. Um, what about Vero X2s? These are maybe the XPs if you want. Let's let's keep those in the bag. Vero <laughs> X1. <laughs> maybe an elixir, depending on how well you can. You can strike. What about it, a top? Spin. What if
1: I pull up in a top flight? Is a top flight allowed? A friction.
2: The only other golf ball I would allow would probably be the Kirklands.
1: Yep. Thank you for mm. saying that. Speaking of whiskey, um, you are a whiskey drinker as of now. And the other day I saw you probably about as hungover as I've ever seen a human being. I don't know. What talking about. It, it was fine. It was an off day. It's no, no big deal. Um, you were
0: walking around with a pedialyte and a personal bottle of oxygen, which is an insane move. I got an IV after Rabie's birthday last weekend, but I have not heard of of personal oxygen bottle.
2: Um, that and pedialyte that'll get you, a, that'll turn your day around real quick, and I did.
1: It did. You turned it around. I was impressed with the turnaround. But what really was coming of that is the night before, you were playing pickleball against um, Matt Barkley's wife and lost twice. After saying that. You are, <laughs> Anyways, okay. So that was Josh Allen. He
0: just turned his camera off Yeah, and he's back. My camera is the one that's supposed to go off
1: and he's back. Let's next
2: question. I ref- I'm going to walk off set if we keep talking about this.
0: Okay. Anyways, we
1: won't, we won't confirm or I if you lost or won, but what was said is that you are the best athlete on the planet. Do you believe yeah, that? that's that's end quote,
0: end quote? Like, no, just beginning end quote. Nothing else. I'm the best athlete on the planet. Period. End quote. Yeah. So make sure I got it right. Okay.
2: I, I think my skill set allows me to traverse over multiple sports, and I, I'm. I think hand-eye coordination. I think size, speed, athleticism, all that stuff aside, like. I feel like I could have I played baseball in college. I feel like I could have played basketball in college. I swam growing up. Like, I just did so many things as a kid. Low-key, think-
0: phenomenal swimmer. I can attest to phenomenal. that. Yeah. Not in the ocean because you're too scared of sharks. But, yeah, swimming. What else? And uh, Baseball, I believe. I've watched the softball stuff on IG. Basketball, you don't have a great game, but I think if Basket- you just poured yourself into yep. it.
2: Like, if I would have if I done basketball, I would have been like a 3 and D guy. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. i would I'm not a flasher. I'm not going to be above the rim all the time. I can dunk, but nothing crazy, but I can shoot, I can shoot, I can shoot a little bit, you know, and I think that, again, my size, my body type, hand-eye formation, the only sport that I don't think I would excel in, I think, because I didn't start young enough, didn't really start at all, was hockey. I think that's a different sport. I think to to be able to skate and move the way that they do, that's tough. But, again, golf, I love golf, I wish I would have started as a kid. Um, Let's see. Tennis, you got to start pretty young as a tennis player, but I feel like I I could hold my own against regular people.
1: Not racquet sports. It's, fine. it's um, fine. Sports.
2: Racket sports. It like that, that, that takes some nuance. Well, the other thing. But soccer, I can go, I can go out there and run around. I, I don't know if I'd be great at it, but put me at, you know. You honestly
1: don't basketball sound basketball. very confident,
0: confident right now. the shit out. Of you. you don't sound very confident. I'll
2: defend the shit out there. Put me in the back.
0: Probably could have played multiple positions, too, right? What other position do you think, had you just focused on that, would you be a bill as? Center. <laughs> Tight end. Tight end, D-end, or obvious. Anything else you think you could have played?
2: Maybe maybe Mike Linebacker.
0: Yeah, you could have rushed the shit out of a passer, for sure. It's nice
2: to kind of hit somebody else instead so of get hit. You know? yeah. I think about that. Like,
0: if you could, like, what would be the funnest thing to be unbelievably dominant at if you couldn't pick quarterback? It's like wideouts up there for me but pass, pass I, rusher pass like, rusher
2: i feel like i if i could choose one thing i'm the best in the world at i'm taking like probably like heavyweight ufc yeah you like the baddest ass on the plane like nobody would want to touch like fight with you touch if you come close to you like i think that'd be that'd be pretty cool to be known as like the top heavyweight
0: in the world i'll throw ufc in there too
2: I'll, I'll
0: knock you out, dude. No, I'm saying is something that like had you just all uh, had that been all you've been doing. <laughs> I I
2: saw a video of these kids are doing UFC
0: like
2: actual. Like, I don't know if I agree with it, but hmm. they're doing it now. The, it's cool that their well, kids do it.
0: They do jujitsu. Not a lot of context. just so incidental head bumps. But no, oh, yeah, right. it, our, my, our first and second grade little jujitsu classes packed on Mondays and Wednesdays. At Shout you out West Coast Jujitsu. Yeah, Ford's getting good too. He's slamming kids.
2: I'll do, I'll put Ford in the ring with me. I dare you. <laughs> right.
0: See you in February.
1: Put him in the ring with me. I dare you. I'll snap his neck. <laughs> yeah, speaking of being hungover as well, um, what happens when you're hungover is you throw up a lot of times and you pull trig, which I think you did the other day, but you also pull trig before every game. It's a known thing. Um, but I experienced it for the first time, the first preseason game. You weren't even playing in the first preseason game. You looked over at me. You are like, you want me to You want me to throw up for you? Like, <laughs> you want me to get you in the zone? I'll throw up before the game. And it was kind of a weak throw up the first time. But the second preseason game, we were team prayer in the shower. We were getting ready for team prayer. And there's a trash can right by the team prayer. And you were just yakking. And it was, I think you said you had like a spicy chicken sandwich the night before too. That's that's um, tough one. To we, we played,
2: the second game was a night game. If we're playing game, I don't ever eat like before because I know I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. It's like I would throw up, a stomach vial, whatever. I ate a Nashville hot chicken sandwich before the second game, and just mm. it was it was bad. It was really bad. I love um, Nashville
1: hot chicken Liquid sandwiches. Liquid hot crazy. magma. That's yeah. a crazy <laughs> move.
2: It burned more on the way up than it did on the way down. I'll tell you that.
1: What do it you was, think about throwing up before the game? Like gets you ready because I didn't really understand it, and then I saw you do it, and I'm like, I kind of get it.
0: Yeah, I've I, never, I've... I've never witnessed, I've never seen anybody do it every time. I mean, I've seen people throw up four games. I've never Editor... seen it be like a thing. Like I spat my cleats, I throw up. It's you know, weird.
2: But... it's not like an anxiety thing. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not nervous. I honestly think like I, I was sick one time. um, Detroit Lions preseason. My second year, and I, I was actually sick. And before that, in my football career, after warm-ups, I would start, like, dry heaving. I would throw the ball, my thumb would get stuck. Like, my body was just, like, trying to tell me something. I threw up that game, didn't have any of that. I was like, hold up, I might be on something. So when I, when I throw up, and I now, like, my, it's like a, a response my body does. And it, like, gets me out of any of that. I don't dry-heave during the game. I don't, like, feel like I'm cramping um part of it's like primal like i, I think i like going back to just primal like a hungry warrior fights harder right like it, yeah that's that's how i think of it so like that's just kind of why i think i do it i don't know it's just kind of this weird thing that i've adopted and it's i think it's helped my my career out quite a bit
1: so you've officially become famous this year um i don't know if you noticed that or not how does it feel to actually be famous now what
0: does that mean? Well, you're, you're on TMZ all the time. You're like huh? on TMZ and in like real fame. Not not like Instagram or ESPN, but like real fame.
2: Yeah, there's like, that guy knows Jordan Palmer.
0: Did you ever think about like parlaying that into like a feet only fans?
2: No, there's like, Josh, like, how's Jordan doing? How did his feet look? Can you give some of Jordan's feet? I was like, dude, I can't help yeah, you I'm sorry.
1: Jordan's feet are crusty. crusty. Uh, but for real, on that subject, like, I know how much you hate it. I know how weird it is for you. Is it an interesting transition after, like, being the man in football and, you know, you get a lot of attention as it is, and then now it's kind of just a, a different area of attention. It's weird.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I don't think I'll ever get used to. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it comes with the territory, and, like, I'm not – I'm not mad at it. I'm met I'm at ease with it. I guess you could say. Um, but even I know this is like the whole commercial stuff too. Like it's always weird to sit down and see you on TV.
1: It's just it's a lot. What I,
2: I don't think people understand is like people assume that you spent so much time filming these commercials. Oh, you took like it takes two or three hours to film those on and off day. Like it's, yeah. it, it it does it does not matter doesn't do anything um uh, doesn't take doesn't distract you doesn't take focus away it's like all right i gotta go here for four hours and film this and knock it out and then i'm done you know so but it was weird i there was i was watching sammy d spin the rock the other night saw him throw a, a down to uh, um willie sneed in the back of the end zone and like that next two or three it was it was uh Verizon, and I think yeah. it was Paramount Plus or something else. And I was like, I like
1: turned back the to back.
2: I don't want to freaking watch myself on TV. That's so weird.
1: You're this year's Whopper commercial. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Explain that. Literally. Whopper, 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 Whopper. <laughs> <Remember> that commercial? <laughs> no, but I, I can like hear my son singing oh. that. Yeah. It's really bad, but
1: I think when we were watching the Bengals game last year and Demar got hurt, it was so sad. And I think you and me were on the phone, Jordan. And then I think they panned to the Whopper commercial right after. It was horrible.
0: They're good. It you're getting. You're commercial. getting way better. The commercials are. I mean, it's easy when you're shaving and smiling, but like, I'm starting to see some of your personality come out in these, which is good because, like you said, it's two or three hours, and it's not like you studied to prepare for it for the three days leading up to. It. You kind of show up. What do we got? Cool. What am I wearing? Awesome. Here we go. Got it. Next, and then then you just are at their just for that just them to see how they piece it all together. Starting to see some more personalities. We're supposed to see some more Josh in it. Like
2: one day, like if the if company wanted to green like me and just have me as the creative director. Yeah. That would be pretty fun.
0: Speaking of self-promotion acting, all that stuff, big topic, the court, uh, show quarterback, um, passed on it. Is that right? I mean, I, I'm sure yeah. they asked, um, I passed
2: on it this year. Um, not saying that I won't ever do it. I thought it was well done. Um, Did you see it? I saw parts of it. I didn't watch the
0: entire thing. Because I, th- I think it was like a handful of shoot dates. And I think the irony of, like, whether it's you and, I, you know, I, I think I know who's on it, but everyone's saying that, that they're not on it and then they're going to you know, do it later and, and show who's on it and all that stuff. But the irony of you being asked to be on it, not just you, other people too, being asked to be on it and passing on a leading role in a guaranteed success show versus what actors go through where they audition. And so like the irony of that, of this world you're living in now, where it's like, you know, people go for a role, they get it, they don't get it. And then here's this one where they're asking and it's just, there is no audition. There is no, um, and I just think it's funny how like those, those worlds collide. Um, what 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 intrigues you about doing it? Like if you ever did it, because I, I know there's the creative control and all that stuff is different than hard knocks. I was on hard knocks. It's like, shoot, you you just wait and see it live. What they end up putting out there, and that's why a lot of people don't want to be on hard knocks. Um, quarterbacks different. What intrigues you about it?
2: Well, I think the the whole just it being documented, especially if you can go out there and win the Super Bowl and yeah. have the because again you look at like. Michael Jordan's last dance documentary, right? Like that was so sick that they had behind the scenes footage of what he was like day in and day out practice, you know, golf, baseball, and then him being a killer on the court. I think that aspect would, I would really like about it. Um, And again, it comes with some cons of, you know, feeling like it's a little bit invasive of, of quarterback room and, and just kind of personal life and stuff like that. Which, again, I I don't want there to be – just I just don't want there to be any, any unnecessary distractions. Um, and I'm not saying that this would or wouldn't be. I can't tell you if it would, and I talked to Pat about it. He said it, it didn't bother him. Um, but just at this point in my life right now, just trying to give everything I've got to the game of football and, and focus on that.
0: Um, one of the things I, I – uh... I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I know you pride yourself on, and I think it's something your teammates and everybody loves about you too is just the tough guy aspect, right? Um, battle through it. Not too many things that are going to keep you off the field. So right now, you got 71 consecutive starts. That is the most of any active player right now. Like, um, does that does that mean anything to you? Is that you take pride in that at all? That like, out of everybody who's playing right now, you're the the Iron Man or whatever the term is for that.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, as a quarterback, right. We talk about the best abilities, availability and making sure that I am staying on the field and and taking care of my body off the field, but again, on the field, sliding and taking less hits, which I don't do a fantastic job of and something that I look forward to this year, working on and being better at. Um, but I think that again, it takes, it takes a lot of people in the training room, um, coaching staff being okay with me missing a meeting here or there to get treatment on something. And, you know, everybody in this league, whether they admit it or not, they play hurt. Like there's nobody that's ever other than maybe week one, nobody ever is full hundred percent. There's an ankle, there's a knee, there's a finger, there's a muscle in your neck. That's just giving you fits. Like everybody's dealing with something. Um, But again, just to be consistently out there and, yeah, every, every rep that you get in the NFL, every game that you have, you can learn from and just making sure that I'm learning from my experiences and trying to utilize that to the best of my ability.
0: You're first right now with 71. You're also currently 226 games behind Brett Favre. <laughs> Think about that. Think about how hard this has been, you know what I mean, and how many injuries you've had. You've had the shoulder, you've had the UCL, you've, I mean, whatever. But a million of them, and you're like a third of the way, whatever that math shakes out to be like a third or fourth, the way towards where freaking Brett played. And he played on turf and he yeah. played, you know, similar setting in green Bay and Buffalo, but he also played on a lot of painkillers too. He did. All right. Let's talk a little bit about social media. So I think, I think a lot of people agree too. bills, social media teams, killing it, right? <laughs> Funny, yeah. weird, uh, helpful, descriptive. Like they're killing it on all the things they use you. I'm sure it's, Hey dude, we got an idea and you, say yes or you say no I don't have time I can't do that right now is that pretty much how it works hey J- Josh I got this idea
2: basically yeah hey and all like what I love about our, our guys are they're open to whatever I have to say to them oh actually that's pretty sick let's do that I'm like, Okay. so it's literally like I'm walking off the practice field like hey we need you for 10 seconds and they do this we do it in one take and they're like alright perfect I'm like okay then I just walk in a locker room and then an hour later it's posted and everyone's laughing their asses off and some of, it's, some of it's crazy, some of it's not so crazy, some of it's I think it's I think they do a really good job and they keep up with the trends pretty well. But um those guys are very creative.
0: Different. So here's my question. Cause they they kill it. And Kyle, I remember when you were in Carolina, I thought Carolina did a great job too. Yeah, they did um, have a really good one too. But uh they kill it and yet and you're I've said it before, you're like one of the funniest people I know, not quarterbacks, but people I know. And same reason, I think at some point you should do the do the show quarterback just because so everyone can see this. But your social is basically paid partnerships, and I know you're on social all the time, right? Scroll. I know you're scrolling as like at any point are you gonna be like, all right, let's let's just do this right and have a team and do. it? I mean, even my stuff, I don't even post, right? Like, has that ever crossed? your mind is going to have a point where you're going to get there you're going to care about like that i mean you're you're engaging it'd be one thing if you're like i don't have instagram what's the thought process on that you like doing stuff for the bills but not but no interest for you
2: yeah i don't i don't know i don't anything that i can keep private into myself i'd like to keep private to myself and like those are kind of obligations that you have you know being on the bills like they want to promote you and i understand that and fans want to see that and stuff. I'll let them do all that and I'll just kinda of sit back and I try to post a little bit on my Instagram and, but I don't really do the this is my life the last week and a half or two weeks and I, I like I get like some people really like that and some some people do it really well. I think Kyle does a great job of his Instagram and posting like photo dump from this last week or this last month or whatever it is. I just I have a hard time posting pictures and stuff.
0: I really did. I agree. On. I agree. I just went like I went on my trip, and like, I feel bad. I don't. Mean, I don't want to say how rad this thing is. And you and we just went through where you, everywhere you play golf and all that stuff. I just think there's an opportunity for somebody to come in and make some really funny shit. Well, well
2: I'm not actually, taking
0: much of your time. I would
2: put out like if I committed to it, I would freaking kill
0: it. Um, let's shift gears to football expectations: 2020, thirteen and three; 2021, eleven and six; 2022, thirteen and three. What's the mindset? I've been talking to Kyle a bunch this last month, you a little bit. How are we feeling? What What's, what's on the table for the Bills this year?
2: Yeah, feeling good. Um, excited about how our offense is coming together. It's, I love the guys that Bean and, and Sean have brought in. I think the locker room, we're vibing really well right now. I think we're all rooting for each other. I thought our training camp was very competitive, which I think is yeah. a sign of that- really good team. There were some days where the defense kicked our ass. There were some days we kicked that defense ass. There were some days it was a stalemate. Um, and again, as you get into the season now, it's like, all right, now how do we work together? How do we take all that energy and juice and competitiveness that we had against each other? How do we now use it with each other and then use it on another team? And um, To have the leaders that we have on this team, you talk about a guy like Von Miller who's been to a couple Super Bowls. Um, and he's won them. And Micah Hyde and Jordan Porter on the defense, guys that have been here for a long time and have played in this league for a long time at a high level. Me, Steph, Mitch, um, having a guy like Gabe Davis who does all the right... Like, We've got the guys to go in and and be mentally composed and ready to go at all times. And I think now I'm like sixth year in the same system. I feel like I know the system inside and out and just being able to talk and utilize communication in terms of what I want, how I see it um, instead of had a really good meeting and, and just looked at like two little routes and, and guys came out at me and like, I never saw it from that. But now if like, we sat down and watched it together, it's like my whole mindset on this route has changed. So I think again, continue to let utilize communication and everybody working together. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and promise anything and, and say that we're going to be this and that, we're going to be a, a hard-nosed team, and we're going to be a tough team to beat. I really, I really believe that um, because we've got guys that want to win and guys that are willing to do whatever it takes. And um, we've got a lot of good teammates in this locker room.
1: Yeah, I would, I would agree on that. And you've been on the Bills your whole team or your whole life, but there's different teams every year, right? Like from your first year to this year, the teams are a lot different. I've been on some good teams. I've
0: been on a. You bunch of You mean when bad his number teams. one receiver was Kelvin Benjamin? I was a dog. Don't hate on Kelvin Benjamin. All right. Well, I'm I've been test- around.
1: What'd you say? My first test dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. Like, let's not hate on Kelvin Benjamin here. Mm-hmm. But I've been around a lot of different training camps, different coaches, you know, different philosophies, this and that. The competitiveness that you said in this training camp was is nowhere near anywhere else I've ever been. Like the fight, the want. The, the competitiveness to win want to win the rep to want to win the day on offense or defense it's unbelievable we had so many fights during training camp and it's not like petty fights it's like like no i'm trying to win today and then you get back in the locker room your best friends like that culture that i've seen just from being here for the last six months is a tribute to you but it's also a tribute to the coaches and everyone who's built this it's it's impressive and I'm just I'm really interested to see how that carries out, like you said, uh, from against each other to now, like, how can we bring that together and put that out on the field?
0: All right, let's get into some games. And this is a regular occurrence. Usually somebody's betting somebody won't do something or winner gets to or loser has to. So uh, we're going to play the newlywed game. You guys have been buddies. You guys met uh, during draft prep six years ago. Um, Been buddies ever since and now officially teammates. Um, You guys were posers together. I'm
2: a real Dana Point poser now. You you're, are. Because, you're hard.
0: slowly becoming a loke, bro. We're going to play a little newlywed game here. You guys are BFFs. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions. We'll see if your answers match up. Without further ado, Josh, describe what you first thought of Kyle in one word. Three, two, one. Chill. Chill. Kyle, what did you think he was going to say? I thought you were going to say Thick
1: oh yeah 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 i was thick then okay
0: what are you guys most likely to argue about give you a stick to think about it i'm gonna come to you first josh what are you most likely to argue about kyle you're gonna think of your answer josh three two one golf kyle i was
1: gonna say golf i was gonna say golf you were better but well as of right now it's not there's not much of an argument but it's more it's usually who's better at golf and right now it's not me
0: Uh, you said that the other day when did that happen I ta- I've thanked I've You're out I here know, in July and I don't it's think you shot in the 80s in July. I think you were straight 70s in July and then well, Josh yeah. is like can't can't beat me till hole 15 then beats me. What happened? You collapse or did Josh take a step in August? It's both it's, it's like one of those
1: things where like you just separate in different ways. Yeah. I've wow. I've gone down and he's gone up. It's tough. All right. Josh,
0: who is Kyle's best friend?
1: It has to be human. Just count us down. Count us down, George. Yeah, count it has to be
0: human, Josh. Human, no, non fiance. It doesn't have to be human. It have Three, to be human. two, one. Seeker. Mm. Kyle?
1: Well, my first answer was Duke, which you were going to say. Yeah, you your say. dog. Um, yeah, it'd, it'd probably be C. Kirk. Christian
0: Kirk. That's my answer. Yep. Those are day ones. Um, on. Also first a rummy.: All right. Asking you, Josh, combined between the two of you, how many Super Bowls are you guys going to win? Ooh, combined. Josh, three, two, one. Eight.
1: Ooh. You shortchanged it. I, said, I was going to say eleven. Ooh. Oh. Love that,
0: Kyle. How many yards is Josh going to throw for this year? I'm asking you, Kyle. And then, all right, I'm Josh, go first. you think of your answer too. It's got to be
1: to the like the exact number. Okay. Josh. Yeah. All right. All right. You ready? Kyle, three,
0: two, one. How many yards is Josh going to throw for? Um, five thousand two
1: hundred and forty-one.
2: Oh, oh, oh,
0: wow. 5,000,
1: what does it say? 280. 81. That was good. Yeah.
0: Whoa. Wow. It's 40 yards off. Sorry, I didn't mean to shortchange you. All right, need to take that under. It was just all right. This one is a redemption game, okay? Mm-hmm. So everybody knows Josh is a movie quoter, videographic memory, it's spent a lot of time sitting around watching movies all day. Um, so we're gonna do a movie quote game round two. Some of the feedback, you know, like we did, we did a season last year of the room, and we like we meet about as a team. We go, what do we want to change? Whatever. The f- most obvious thing was like we're going to go a movie quote game with you. It cannot be cupcake answers. It can't questions. It can't be easy ones. So, yeah. I really pressed Jake and Connor on the team here to come up with some good ones, and then we're going to give you an opportunity with some bonus questions. If you get it right, we're going to have a follow up question to the original question. Um, and I literally was like, I, I want, I want Josh going like two for six here. All right, so I'm gonna read it, and I'm just gonna read it like Chat GPT or whatever. Some video. No, version. no,
1: no, no. We're not doing that. We can't do that. We gotta do it like we did last time. Why well, don't we? Gotta even get know them a little bit. I'll, I'll get them. I'll get them on these. All right. All right. You do. You do these things. All right. First one. Like the frightened baby chipmunk, you are scared by anything that is different.
2: That is a couple's retreat.
1: Ooh, it's wrong. I didn't give you a great accent.
2: Oh, for
0: it's... one. Talladega That's why you gotta I, read it, Jean Girard.
2: Oh, all right, man. but hold on.
0: I'm still gonna throw. Now that you know the, because I know you know the movie, and I know you're the, okay. So you know the scene, right? Yeah,
2: Ricky okay. Bobby.
0: So you're zero for one, but you can get a bonus point. What is the sponsor on Jean Girard's number fifty-five car?
2: Um, it's the water bottle, the green water, the Perrier. Yeah,
1: there you all go. Right, one for two. All right, Whoa. next one. He died instantly. The next day.
2: He died instantly the next day. That's hot, Rod.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Rod Kimball. Yeah. What did Rod do to get Denise's attention before that conversation? To
1: get her attention?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a day scene, not a night scene.
2: The day scene. Um is this when he went down the hill and he tried to say
1: No, try is it, again. Try is again. It, the water? Is it what?
2: The jump in the pool?
0: The jump the community pool?
1: Nope. Yeah. It's not. It's when he's in the garage and oh, he's got oh, the, he's the not- mirror and he's on the... <laughs>
0: Hammer in the bike. So a bunch of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. You're right, one but- for three right now. Jake, Connor, come up with these questions. Great. This is exactly what I wanted. All right.
1: You should get this one, though. Um, it goes... I'll be in my room painting homo things.
2: That is Wedding Crashers.
0: Facts. What's the guy's that's name? Real.
2: Todd.
0: Yep. What does Todd's painting depict?
2: It's the big guy.
0: Yep. The big guy? Come on. This dude's a legend. Yeah, Vince Vaughn, but
2: they call him the big guy. That's what it was. Yeah, the big, it's oh, the big guy. the big guy.
0: Yeah. What's his name in the movie? I'll give you a bonus point for that.
2: Oh, my God.
0: You can picture the redhead chick saying it.
2: I can't think of it.
0: All right. So then what, what's the picture of? It's a picture of Jeremy, but what's he, what is it? Can you picture the picture?
2: Jeremy naked. Yes. Like on a bed of leaves or something. No? Yeah,
0: I'll, take, I'll accept that. It's a garden of Eden, and he's holding a leaf over his crotch. Yeah. So good. That's what
1: you need to get in your office. You should take your jerseys like, down. And what what is that
0: painting worth, by the way? Like, the painting that Todd did in Wedding Crashers, that piece of extra whatever? Like, what is that worth?
1: Millions. Millions. All right, right, you got two more. Not only did we embarrass Marky Mark, we let down the Funky Bunch.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Got him. You should know this one.
0: Can you give me
2: the actors in
0: it?
1: A lot of good actors. I'll give you one actor that's in the movie.
0: It's Will Arnett. It's It's a sport I don't think you'd be good at. Based oh, off what well, you said earlier, giving it away. Sports you don't. Oh,
2: it's Blades of Glory.
0: Facts. Yeah, big help there. Yeah. Yeah. Stranz Van Waldenberg.
2: Strans and Fairchild Van Waldenberg.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Not a whore. All right, bonus question. <laughs> what animal rug does Will Arnett's character lay on top of and fondle while he says, Some people are just sick? Polar bear. Yeah, <laughs> well, the money. Boom.
1: The
2: first. First one, I should have known that one. I was thinking it was the the accent you gave me was kind of like
0: a, it's a tough accent. It was it was bad. That's why you can't go accent? You just got to read it like a, like Siri would read it. Uh, I'm gonna give him a little bit. You want
2: to be an ask for love. You know how he says it.
0: Mm.
2: That's, that's say
1: you like really thin pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> say it.
2: Oh, I love those things. The really thin pancakes.
0: I'm not gonna say, you say
2: it. Have to arms, right? you, go. you have to break my arm.
0: French <laughs> arm. You have to break my arm.